Welcome to Bible Through My Lens. This is a five-minute video commentary where I explain the Bible to you in fun and relatable ways that you can understand. Today we're going to be starting with Romans 8. And if you've not realized this yet, the book of Romans is really just all about the gospel. Paul is explaining the gospel to the church in Rome in different ways, using different analogies, just so that they just so that they understand what is being said, right? And now, following all that we've been talking about, you know that the next thing that makes sense to tell them is that in Christ, there is no condemnation. The requirements of the law has been fully paid in Christ Jesus. And this is what we see. Read with me. In verse 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Jesus Christ, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. In the previous episode, I explained that prior to this, we were dead in sin, we were ruled by the flesh, right? Because we were in the law, because we are living according to the law. But guess what? When we believed, we died the death of Christ, and as a result, we were set free from the law of sin and death. Glory to God. And so now in verse 3, it says, For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. It says something so important. What the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh. The law was powerless to bring you into obedience to Christ. The law was powerless to bring you into obedience to God. The law was powerless to get you salvation. We understand from the previous chapter that all the law was meant to do was to bring you to the end of yourself, the point where you realize that, oh, what wretched man I am. And you look to the cross, who shall save me from this body? And then you look to the sacrifice of Christ already waiting for you, right? That way you are better able to appreciate the sacrifice of Christ. Glory to God. And so God says, God did this by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering, right? And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us. We do not live according to flesh, but according to the Spirit. Now let me just quickly explain what Paul is saying here. God is a just God. And so he could not just say, you're forgiven, you're forgiven, you're forgiven. No, the wages of sin is death, right? He already established that the wages of sin is death. And because he knew that on our own, we could never fulfill the righteous requirements of the law. He came to the earth in form of man. He took on flesh, died our death, the perfect sacrifice of our sins, past, present, and future. And as a result, the righteous requirements of the law have been met. Glory to God. And so now you can tell us that we do not live according to flesh, but according to the Spirit. Because those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. Now, he's not talking about the man in Christ. Because he says, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit, which we do, right? Which we do, have their mindset on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Do you see that? It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. To be able to submit to God's law, to be able to get out of that 
Paul's conundrum where you say that things I want to do, I'm unable to do them. To be able to do the things you want to do, you have to have the mind governed by the Spirit. Glory to God. And so it says, those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, letting you know that he's not talking about you. He says, you, however, are not in the realm of the flesh. Hallelujah. But you are in the realm of the spirit. And if indeed the spirit of God is in you, and let me say something. If anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. And we know that we have the spirit of Christ because he explains to us in Ephesians that the moment we believe, the Holy Spirit came to live on our inside. Glory to God. Right? So he says, but if Christ dwells in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin. So this is Paul saying that, okay, I know that some of you might say that. You've been talking about how like people who live according to the flesh are subject to death, while those who do not live according to the flesh are subject to life, right? But people still die. So what do you mean? Does that mean that all of those people were in sin? And he's saying no, right? Explain this better. It says, but if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, so even though this body still dies, guess what? This spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of the spirit that lives in you. In summary, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Paul clearly states the difference between those who are in Christ and those who are out of the will of Christ. And he says that for we who are in the will of Christ, even though this flesh may die, because the spirit of me that raised Christ from the dead is at work in us, we know that the same way Christ was raised from the dead, we would also be raised from the dead on the last day. Till next time, bye guys.